welcome once again, everybody, to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. we got two more shows left in 2022. This is going to be my year in review 2022 show. You don't want to miss it. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Newton, Georgia. Now from 2 to 3, Monday through Friday, following Rod Peterson and right before Braves Country Baseball with Mac McGee and the armchair quarterbacks. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill, Christie's Cafe, the Man in the Mirror podcast, and Local Grounds Coffee Company. This is going to be a jam-packed show. I do not have a guest today. I do not have a co-host. Corey Bank is actually going to join me tomorrow. This is really going to be a show where I dive into what's going on in sports and I recap 2022. All right, you're probably wondering. So we had a fun show yesterday. Thrift Berenger was a guest. And I broadcasted the show live from the Glenwood Gymnasium where Thrift and I were calling the Border Wars. And that was a lot of fun. The team that was highlighted was St. Apicelli. They took on Lee Scott Academy around 1 p.m. on the campus of Glenwood. And I am a believer in the St. Ampicelli Vikings and what athletic director and head basketball coach Corey Black is doing in the land. I've had Coach Black here on the show a couple of times. He has always been a great guest. And I strongly believe that the St. Ampicelli Vikings boys basketball team can win a state championship. They looked that good. They convinced me yesterday. We do have a jam-packed show. We had bowl games. Oh, one of the craziest finishes in a bowl game. Arkansas beats Kansas in the Liberty Bowl in triple overtime. You had a heartbreaking loss as the Atlanta Hawks, without Trey Young, lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant puts it back. Dagger, but the Hawks had a chance to win it with a DeJounte Murray three. And the Hawks actually fall below 500. For the first time this year. And with Georgia picking up their 10th win yesterday with a 78-72 win over Ryder at Stegman Coliseum, can we get excited about Bulldog basketball? Because Stegman Coliseum was rocking last night. They had a sellout. Now they're 10-3 and and they get ready to play in the SEC competition. It should be a lot of fun. Auburn beats Florida on a buzzer beater. I just love college basketball, especially... In January, when we get into conference play, I will get into all of it today. It is game day today at the Columbus Civic Center where your Columbus Rapids women's and men's team are going to be on the pitch. The women start at 5.30. It is a friendly. They are taking on Concord Fire South, which is the club team here in Columbus, and we should see some familiar faces maybe even some former Columbus Rapids. But as the play-by-play announcer for the Rapids, I am excited about year two. In fact, it was just about a year ago to this day that the Rapids had their first home game at the Columbus Civic Center taking on the Fayetteville Fury. I go back and I watch the broadcast and I just see what I was doing as the play-by-play announcer. And I got to tell you, it was an incredible experience And I am glad that I got to be a part of the Rapids family. Don't forget that you can watch a broadcast of the Off the Walls podcast live at Ivy. 
Don't forget that that show will broadcast on Tuesday, January the 3rd, as we will recap these friendlies that are happening today and preview the Columbus Rapids season with the schedule coming out. It is official. The Columbus Rapids will have eight home games in the NISL. They will have a friendly today. And then on May the 6th, they will take on the Mexican national team in a friendly as well. I am super excited about year two for the Columbus Rapids. And I feel that indoor soccer is going to take off here in the Fountain City. We've had some amazing players here in the Fountain City to include Olivia Gerald, the reigning NISL MVP, Megan Byers, the local talent here that went to Columbus High School, scoring the first goal in Rapids history. And on the men's side, incredible talent to include Brandon Cervantes, the leading goal scorer from last year's team, played soccer at Point University, his teammate at Point, Ethan Allure, who was outstanding on defense. And then the goalkeeping of Freddie Zamudio and Tevin West. And I really think that the Rapids started gelling together towards the end of the season. I said on the broadcast several times that I believed that the Columbus Rapids, on the women's side, if they had everybody, Olivia, Casey Hall, Brianna Conley, if they had all their players, that they were capable of beating any teams in the NISL, which includes the defending champion Memphis Americans. What the general manager for the Columbus Rapids, Warren Fundavestasian, has done to establish a culture with that soccer knowledge, bringing key players that have gelled with the players that were on last year's team, I am excited just to see this product, and I think it's going to be a fun game. You're going to get to see exciting indoor soccer here in the Fountain City. Their first NISL game will be January the 20th, as they will take on the Memphis Americans, and their first home game in the NISL at the Columbus Civic Center, February the 1st, against the Fayetteville Fury. I cannot wait. All right, we do have... A very hot team here in the Fountain City, the Columbus River Dragons, 18-2-1. They made a move yesterday as they loaned goalkeeper Bailey McBurney to another team. They are picking up some players. They acquired Chuck Costello from the Mississippi Seawolves in a trade. Right now, the Columbus River Dragons, they get ready to take on that Mississippi Seawolves team. This Friday, down in Biloxi, Mississippi... They're back in action at the Columbus Civic Center Saturday, New Year's Eve. What better way to spend New Year's Eve at the Columbus Civic Center to take on the Mississippi Seawolves? And then a special New Year's Day edition of River Dragons Hockey, 4.30 p.m. puck drop on New Year's Day on Sunday at the Columbus Civic Center. Looking at the remaining schedule in the next couple of weeks, Yes, they got a two-game series the 6th and the 7th of January against the Motor City Rockers, new expansion team in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. The Columbus River Dragons, 18-2-1 with 53 points. But watch out, Danbury is right behind them. They have 51 points over in the Empire Division with an 18-1-2 record. And so looking at your stats... For the Columbus River Dragons, it's Jacob Kelly. He's got 18 goals, leading the team with 32 points, followed by Alex Storjahan with 13 goals. 
Thomas Aldworth has really come on strong with 10 goals. And you also have Cody Wickline with eight as well. So they loan Bailey McBurney to another team because of the hot play of rookie goaltender Brendan Colgan, who's undefeated as a starter at goalie. Boom Boom Bouchard has got the River Dragons playing on another level. I believe that this is Boom Boom Bouchard's best team so far. And I feel that the Columbus River Dragons are going to win the Federal Prospects Commissioner's Cup. Absolutely. I'm the biggest River Dragons fan. I'm the biggest River Dragons supporter. And I even went into the office of Ignite Sports and said that I want to be the official podcast for your Columbus River Dragons. How about that? Local college basketball here in the Fountain City. I want to start with Point University. I don't talk much about Point, but anytime Point University plays my alma mater in basketball, and then their girls' basketball team plays my wife's alma mater, I got to talk about it. So the Point University Lady Skyhawks in action in West Point, Georgia, taking on the Faulkner Lady Eagles. Cannot wait for that game. I've been to Point's gym. It's an incredible experience. They got a nice home court advantage. And then the Point University Skyhawks taking on the Freed Hardman University Lions, my alma mater, in Henderson, Tennessee. Once upon a time, about 20 years ago, I was the play-by-play announcer for the Freed Hardman men's basketball team and women's basketball team. And it is a big deal to me to see a local team here in the Chattahoochee Valley like Point taking on my alma mater and my wife's alma mater. I think that's pretty cool, too. Although Faulkner, kind of a local team to us. Out of Montgomery, Alabama, they make that trip to Columbus all the time. We actually saw Faulkner baseball in a conference tournament at Historic Golden Park. Point University men's basketball team is 8-6 and six on the season. So good luck as they travel to Henderson, Tennessee. Should already be there. It's about a five-hour drive. And the Point Lady Skyhawks 8-4 and four on the season getting ready to take on the Faulkner Eagles. Tip-off will be at 3 p.m. Eastern on Friday in West Point, Georgia. And just in time to close out 2022 as both teams get ready for conference play. 2022 was a special year for me. I guess you could say not only did I get this podcast off the ground and had incredible guests, But I also established myself as a broadcaster here in the Fountain City, calling games for the Columbus Rapids in year one. The first game was a year ago. We get into the new year, starting in 2022, with them getting an amazing win over the Memphis Americans as Casey Hall wins it on penalty kicks. And then the season ended for Columbus on April the 1st. They get into the playoffs The women's team loses to the Rome Gladiators in the semifinals. The men's team loses after having a lead against the Memphis Americans in the semifinals. Just an incredible game. And then we go into River Dragons hockey, where the Columbus River Dragons reach the Commissioner's Cup final against the Watertown Wolves. I was in attendance for game one of the Commissioner's Cup. And it was just an incredible win by the River Dragons. They had to hold on and try to just get one more game in Watertown 
Games two and games three were up in Watertown, New York, and they had a double overtime loss, and Zach DeBozart did an incredible job with the play-by-play, and he is truly missed here in the Fountain City. But Tom Callahan is doing a great job, too, for the River Dragons. In high school basketball, we witnessed the Spencer Greenwave win a state title and giving the city of Columbus another state championship. And then we witnessed the LaGrange Grangers baseball team, led by head coach Donnie Branch, go all the way to the state championship game where they lost to North Oconee. It was just an incredible, exciting season for the LaGrange Grangers baseball team. The Central baseball team winning a state championship. And then we get into the summer months. As the rapid season was ending, my broadcasting career was just beginning. Former Columbus Lions head coach Jason Gibson reached out to me, offered me a broadcasting position with the Columbus Lions. Had a great season. In fact, it was the final season in the National Arena League, the final year for head coach Jason Gibson. We did not know that at the time, but I had such a great relationship with Coach Gibson and did a coach's show with him, and he is surely going to be missed as he has taken on the head coaching position for the Jacksonville Sharks. But the Columbus Lions, after heroics, getting a road victory over the Carolina Cobras, the Nighthawk coming out of the rafters, out of retirement, wearing that number four, which is hanging in the rafters at the Columbus Civic Center, getting a pick six on the road against Carolina that catapulted the Columbus Lions to the number three seed, where unfortunately they did lose to Carolina in the first round of the playoffs. Then Mason Espinoza coming out of retirement. It was a fun season. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought that Daniel Smith played very well. I mean, the uncertainty at quarterback, that was story. They had a lot of injuries, but they weathered the storm and they made the playoffs and they had a fun and just exciting season. And in the NAL, the Albany Empire win yet another championship. And so the expectations for the Columbus Lions going into 2023, I wasn't sure about it. But then the news broke that they are leaving the National Arena League and they are going to be in a new league called the American Indoor Football Alliance, which was founded a couple of years ago. All right, let's talk about the Columbus Chattahoots. Year two, the expectations were high. After reaching the championship game in 2021 against the Alpharetta Aviators, Columbus Chattahoots, one of the top teams in the regular season, and one of the top players on the Columbus Chattahoots was Sims Owens. Had an incredible season. I had the privilege of going to eight games for the Columbus Chattahoots. And they just ran into a hot baseball team, the Atlanta Crackers. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. And the Gainesville Gold Diggers ended up winning the Sun Belt Championship. A lot of great expectations for the Columbus Chattahoots in year three. And I cannot wait to get out to Historic Golden Park in 2023 to root on for the Columbus Chattahoots. Talked a lot about them here on the podcast. I had Zach DeBozart on. And as he was on the podcast and we were talking about Chattahoots baseball, he shocked the sports world here in Columbus when he said his final goodbye on the final broadcast for the Columbus Chattahoots. 
Now, Zach DeBozart not only was a staple in this community since 2019, but he was also a talent that surely is going to be missed as he has moved on to bigger, better things. Rightfully so, broadcasters, when they have opportunities to go to bigger markets, they're going to take it. But he surely will be missed as he was a talent that we had for a brief, short time here in the Fountain City. And not only has he been a guest on my podcast, but also being the voice, the distinct voice that you heard on this radio station, WQEE. So 2022, wish Zach DeBozart nothing but the best. But we got a new broadcaster coming in, Tom Callahan. So much experience at the NHL level. And I can't wait to hear him call baseball too. Here's the thing about doing play-by-play. And this is the criticism I got in the beginning of the rapid season. The criticism was I wasn't a soccer guy. Well, I'm learning soccer. I love the World Cup. I watched a lot of the World Cup games. Calling those Columbus State soccer games with Warren Fundevastasen, I picked up some terminology and I learned the game as I went. Broadcasting is broadcasting. If you're good at play-by-play in basketball, you're going to be great at play-by-play in baseball. You're going to be great at play-by-play in soccer. So I think that Tom Callahan, even though he's a hockey guy, he's going to do great in baseball. And I have reached out to the general manager for the River Dragons and the Columbus Chattahoots Scott Brand. Kind of put a bug in his ear. Scott, I'm here if you need me. I could fill in whenever needed. You know my talent. You know that I can do play-by-play for basketball, soccer, football. I don't think I could do it for hockey, but I definitely can do it for baseball. I've had experience calling baseball games in college, and I'm trying to get on the radio to do play-by-play for baseball. But I'm here if you need me. 2022 was also the year of the high school football scene in the Chattahoochee Valley. The state champions were St. Ampicelli at the GIAA. Lee Scott Academy over in Auburn winning a state championship in the AISA. And every week I would have a high school football show where I would have rankings. Schley County making it all the way to the state championship, however, losing to Bowden. Troop County had a very successful season, making it all the way to the semifinals, but losing to Benedictine. We had heroics in high school football to include Smith Station upsetting Prattville and head coach Mike Glisson getting emotional on the camera. LaGrange in a do-or-die situation, beating Troop County to sneak into the playoffs. The Carver Tigers with a brand new head coach, Pierre Coffey, making it all the way to the quarterfinals where they lost to Oconee County. But they had a great season, and we also saw the brand new high school football stadium in Columbus, Otis Spencer Stadium, broke ground and had some historic games to include the Spencer Green Wave winning their first region championship in school history. The Northside Patriots had a historic run, making it to the second round of the playoffs, their best season since 2005. And so it has been a great time for the local sports here in the Chattahoochee Valley for 2022. Now, on the national scene, 2021 was a good year for the city of Atlanta with the Braves winning the World Series. Could they meet those expectations? Well, expectations were high for Atlanta. 
as pitcher Spencer Strider came on. However, they did lose to the red-hot Philadelphia Phillies that went all the way to the World Series but lost to the Houston Astros. And the Houston Astros became that dynasty that nobody wanted to face as they won their third World Series title in the last five years. Yes, I would call that a dynasty. Other sports, the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup for the first time since 2001. And we thought the city of Denver was going to go on this championship run, kind of like what Tampa did a couple of years ago, what Boston did in the 2010s. But Russell Wilson was the biggest disappointment for the Denver Broncos this season. But the Denver Nuggets, the best team in the Western Conference. In the NBA, the Golden State Warriors win their fourth championship by beating the Boston Celtics in six games. And you can definitely call the Golden State Warriors a dynasty. As seemed like in 2020, they were left for dead. But they came back strong with Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, the complementary pieces that surrounded their big three, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams sold the farm to win their Super Bowl over the Cincinnati Bengals. And I still believe to this day that the Cincinnati Bengals were maybe one offensive lineman away from Joe Burrow completing a pass that would have given the Cincinnati Bengals a lead in that game and possibly winning their first Super Bowl in franchise history. But congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. What an incredible run in the NFL playoffs by the San Francisco 49ers, making it all the way to the NFC Championship and beating Dallas and Green Bay on the road. Over in the AFC Championship, we had... Kansas City and Cincinnati. Kansas City with a huge lead in the first half and Cincinnati clawing all the way back to win that game. And then we had one of the greatest divisional round playoff games that I have ever witnessed. The Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs trading body blows, going back and forth. Buffalo taking the lead with 13 seconds left to go. And Patrick Mahomes getting Kansas City down by three into field goal range and then winning it in overtime. What an incredible game. And that's how 2022 started. It really started with the college football playoff. We're going to talk about the collegiate sports the recap in 2022. And things looking good for the 2021 season, but it started in 2022. The national championship game between Georgia and Alabama. As you, If you're a Georgia fan, you know the score. 33-18. to 18. Keely Ringo's pick six to ice the game for the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia up by eight. Bryce Young with a chance to march Alabama down the field. We talked about in the beginning of this year, the injury to Jamison Williams really hurt the Alabama Crimson Tide. But the Georgia Bulldogs winning their first national championship for the first time since 1980. So 2022 was a great year to start off in sports. Over in college basketball, the Kansas Jayhawks winning their first NCAA championship since 2008. And it was redemption for the Kansas Jayhawks, who should have won it in 2020, but that season was wiped out because of COVID. We also got to see Duke and North Carolina in the Final Four. That never happened 
probably the greatest rivalry in college basketball. Definitely top five as the greatest rivalry in all of sports. Such incredible moments here in the Chattahoochee Valley. The Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars making it to the NCAA Division II tournament. You have the LaGrange College baseball team making it to the D3 College World Series. Unfortunately, losing to Central Connecticut State, they were able to win their first game against Trinity, but making it all the way to the quarterfinals. The Columbus State Cougars baseball team making it to the Super Regionals and facing off elimination, an incredible game in Game 2, the home run by Isaac Bowden to send it to a winner-take-all Game 3 against North Greenville. So 2022 was a special year. It was also the year of the World Cup. Unlike other World Cups, this World Cup was played in November and December. Congratulations to WRBL's Carlos Williams on a 45-year career in broadcasting. Happy retirement. He retired yesterday. Carlos Williams, I had the privilege to get to know him at 95.7 ESPN Radio. He's pretty much been the voice of high school sports here in the Fountain City. I listened to him call the Spencer Green Wave win the state championship on 95.7. And I had the privilege to hear him on the call when Carver played Benedictine in the state championship last season. So happy retirement to Carlos Williams. I know that he is just going to enjoy life. And that's what we're all hoping for is to get to that point. But his passion for sports, he absolutely loves it, loves doing it. And I just was privileged that Corey and I were able to fill in for him on the broadcast on 95.7 ESPN Radio. We got one final show for 2022. Corey Bank is going to be on tomorrow. We're going to make some college football picks. We're going to preview the college football playoff between Michigan and TCU and Georgia and Ohio State. We are also going to make some picks for NFL Week 17. It should be a great show tomorrow. So before I close this show, I just want to reflect back on what 2022 has meant for me as a broadcaster. I've had some milestones, including my 500th episode, which was broadcasted live at Ivy. Had some incredible guests over the entire year to include Gabe Reynolds, Justin Dale, Brad Page, Rob Frazier, Jenny Fisher, Kate Norum, Tyler Crowder, Zach DeBozart, Jack Patterson, Thrift Berenger, and DJ Jones. And I can't name all the guests. I've had over 40 guests. It's been just an incredible ride, and I'm looking forward to reading the new year in 2023 and coming on strong and better than ever. So before I close the broadcast, I just want to give you some of the highlights of some of the best of shows in 2022. I hope you enjoy. A happy new year to everybody out there, and we will talk to you tomorrow for the final show in 2022. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back with some of the best of shows for the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, 
or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.